Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast that discusses faith, family, fitness, finances, and future possibility in the hopes of inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry. And in just a moment, Brandon is going to join me as we have a conversation about dating your spouse, keeping that connection thriving today, tomorrow, next week, next month, and the years to come. So sit back and relax. And you know, if you're at home, call your spouse over, listen to this episode together as Brendan and I have this conversation about keeping the connection thriving and some date night ideas. Here we go. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm awesome. Yay. (laughs) Best date idea, get together with your spouse and listen to this episode. There you go. Pop some popcorn, drink some healthy diet soda. Maybe that's not healthy, but... (laughs) Healthy diet soda. (laughs) (laughs) My fitness buddies, you were like, Jerry, we got to talk. There's a reason why you hit a plateau there. Um, So speaking of plateaus, though, we're talking about relationship, marriage relationship plateaus and how to get out of them, how to keep the connection thriving and date ideas. Um, Take it away. What's the first thought you want to share? Well, I think the, the, the great thing about dating your spouse is, especially if you have kids, your, your initial reaction is, well, we have kids. I have to hire a babysitter. It costs a hundred bucks and all this kind of stuff. You can have a date in the backyard. You know, you can put the kids to, to bed and do a date in the living room floor, yeah. spread out a blanket. If you plan it, she will appreciate it. Mm. So and now if you're a female listening to this and you're like, but he's never going to do that, you can do it. And throw a blanket on the floor and just say, hey, we're going to have an ice cream sandwich in front of the TV or without the TV, whatever it is. Those are little easy yeah. things that you can do. So do you just essentially recommend Netflix and chill for married couples? Sure. There we go. Especially once I found out what that phrase actually meant. And you stopped saying I it in your used sermons. it in yeah. some bad <laughs> kind of context. And it's like, okay, never mind. That's not what I was talking about at all. <laughs> I, I took it literally. I'm going to go watch Netflix and do absolutely nothing. Turns out the kids felt like that it, it was something it else. It needed to have a different connotation, apparently. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Internet. And, and date nights, especially if you're a young couple with kids, can be hard because I know babysitters and all that kind of stuff cost money. But anything you plan on your own property mm-hmm. where the kids are just in bed, and, and you should share this with the kids, especially if you have boys. And I know I'm being a little sexist right now, but you should tell the boys, sexist. this is what you should do. And then if you have daughters, and I've told my daughter this, this is what you should expect. Yeah. And and you're setting the standard. You're not telling your kids, I don't like you. I don't love you. I want you in your bedroom locked in and you can't bother us. As much as you're telling them that this relationship matters more than they do. And they feel that way when they become a teenager. They're like, you don't matter as much as their other relationships. Yeah. And that's okay, but you're you're setting that groundwork. Yeah. I want to share with everybody, um, so date idea. So I'm going to just jump over to that topic. Um, <laughs> the, the one date that my wife uh, lived just keeps mentioning time and again, when we go down memory lane, this date comes up all the time. If we haven't gone on a date in a little bit or, you know, every so often, like she wants to go on the same type of date. She wants to recreate this. <laughs> so uh, in, in a nutshell, I took Liv out for a seafood picnic in the park in the evening. Sounds cool. But here's the crazy part. <laughs> so the seafood, 
wasn't like we went out and got a salmon fillet with <laughs> steamed vegetables and a nice dinner roll and a dessert and a bottle of wine. That's Long not what John happened. Silver. Not even that. Oh. <laughs> because if you're from Corpus Christi, you are familiar with a, yep, you just said it, boat and net. B-O-A-T, the letter N, net. And uh, now, for those who are not acquainted or had the privilege of boat and net, we are talking about if you take Long John Silver and cut their operational budget into 25%, <laughs> where they don't even have an intercom system in the drive-thru. It is a it's PVC a pipe. pipe. You talk into a box, it goes through a PVC pipe. It's like two kids who got a can and some string together for their <laughs> intercom system. And uh, we ordered it uh, two shrimp and fries baskets uh, for like three ninety nine each, and we got some. We didn't even get sodas from them. We brought our own, <laughs> of course, <laughs> and we brought our own uh, napkins. We went out to Cold Park downtown, right there on the water of the Corpus Christi Bay, and we got one of the picnic tables, and we just had a lunch there with like fifteen seagulls trying to swoop down and take those French fries while we were eating. That is the date she remembers. We just did this maybe seven years ago. If if that no, it's more recent than that, like five or six years ago. But she remembers that date like it just happened yesterday. What's important about that too is not the location or the food or anything like that. It's the conversation yes. that you had. And one of the things we had talked about was how can you you know rekindle that spark and, and add spark to your relationship. Ninety nine percent of it is just sitting down and talking. Yeah. You know what do you want to do next year, five years from yeah. now? What do you? Where would you like to live and work? What should we pour our money into? What should we pour our energy into? Fun stuff, you know, work stuff. What do we want to do? Yeah. Just that connection. And I know I don't remember exactly what the conversation was about, but I know what it was not about. We didn't we didn't talk about our finances. We didn't talk about what the kids are doing in school or what they're struggling with. We didn't even talk about me complaining about work at that time. <laughs> it was just simply the two of us having a conversation getting to know each other as if we were dating, uh, talking about future vacation ideas, talking about our favorite memories together, childhood memories. It was yeah. it was very interesting. Like we took the three big stressors and we didn't even talk about those. And that's that's vital. You're going to deal with the money issue. You're going to deal with kids. You're yeah. going to deal with all the other junk. It's coming back at some point, probably on your way home or whatever, or especially when you get home. Talk about each other. You know, that that's really the spark that caused you to end up together was yeah. just talking about each other. And so go back to that and say, you know, what what do you want to do? You know, I was thinking about maybe we take a trip here and, uh, you know, at some point, and we're not talking about the money yet. So whether we can afford to or not, it's irrelevant. Just yeah. what do you want to do? And when I counsel, especially couples getting married, I ask some of these questions like, well, I don't know. Well, what if? You know, one of you wants to move to North Dakota. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Have you discussed yeah. it? You know, I don't want to go to this church anymore. Or I don't want to do this. These are the moments where you can have those discussion. And that's why it's really better than say, let's go see a Broadway show and go to New York and all this, because that's a lot of stuff and you don't get that one-on-one -on -one conversation time. Yeah. I went to a Broadway show last year and it turns out you're not supposed to talk during it, especially to the actors. <laughs> you're the like guy. That kind of stuff. But uh, <laughs> you need those moments to connect with each yeah. other. And it's funny because the, the 
there's a statistic, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but essentially the, the number one factor to couples that stay married a really long time was they camp. And the reason is oh. because you face adversity together. I need that stat. I need to show live that one. It's uh, I can't remember. It, <laughs> you, it, homework. Focus on the family, I think, oh, okay. is where that came from. But but, you send me the link. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure Liv gets it from a friend. The, the big thing <laughs> is you're connecting with each other. Yeah. And and, th- and some things come out of this that are really, really good. And and, and you kind of segued to that camping. One of you may love camping and hiking and sleeping in a hammock, and the other may think that's just torture. They'd rather go to jail than go to yeah. camp outside with a hammock because jail's inside and they have a bed. It's almost like you're describing my own, my own <laughs> exactly. relationship here. But if you communicate that, you both get on the same page. Yeah. You like to do that. You go do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm talking about in the context of, you know, respecting each other's wishes. You're not going out there with a bunch of guys and drinking and chasing girls or anything. You're just enjoying that part of it. Yeah. And she can do her thing. I get so frustrated when I hear these people. He never lets me go anywhere. She never wants me to go anywhere. You guys need to talk and get on the same page oh, yeah, about yeah. things because we don't have the same interest as our spouse. You don't have the same interest as the people around you sometimes, and that's okay. Just put it in context and talk to each other about that. And date nights are great for that, but mainly just that spark comes from you telling her, hey, I want to support what you want to do. And I want to put something into that. You know, I've watched movies I didn't want to watch. Guys have done that for decades. You know, I don't want to see this movie, but it's important to her. So you go do it. Yeah. You know, and if you invest in her, she'll invest in you. Yeah. And this is a message for both you who are men and you who are women. And uh, that is telepathy is not a thing. (laughs) Exactly. So the fact that you're mad because your spouse or your partner doesn't get what you're thinking you probably have not shared your thoughts with your spouse. So right. there you go. Telepathy is not a thing. You need to tell your spouse what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and what you would like to do. So yeah. if you'd like to go on a trip together, share with your spouse. I would like to go on this trip with you because this is why. Right. And this is what it will cost. And that's why I am going, after we're done recording today, driving up to Austin with my wife. We're catching a plane the next morning. We're going to Disney World for a week without the kids. It turns out it's 50% cheaper if you only take half the family. There you go. What? And they are going to break some speed limits to get out of town and leave those kids here. And that is a good thing because well, we it got- tells them one thing, that the marriage matters more than they do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my son was so hurt. I'm like, you're 19, son. You're doing adult things. <laughs> you want to go to Disney? Go. Yeah. It's perfectly legal. Yeah, you, you can get your own ticket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pay for your trip over there, hotel, whatever you want to do. You, in fact, you can get all the treats and toys you want. Oh. Load up. That poor kid. I mean, he wants to grow up so fast, so we're letting him, and he's learning things it's like it's a scam. Wait, so you're not going to pay for my gas when we grow up, when I when I move out? We're like, no, I'm not going to pay for your gas. You don't even have a car. You're like, you're going to buy me a car? Oh, you had your exactly. chance three years ago when I was going to give you the the hoopty. But I use yeah. the uh, Andy Stanley approach to his kids. He, he when they got old enough to move out, he used to always say to him, "Well, that stinks. What are you going to do about that?" Yeah. I'm not jumping in saving you, but I will sit here and Uh, lament with you if that's what you want. Yeah. And and that's a great way to to 
put that spark in there. And like you were saying, telepathy is not a thing. And and I'll be sexist again. Women, you married us. I don't know why, <laughs> but you did for whatever reason. You said yes, yeah. too. <laughs> Y'all got to work that out. We're not the smarter species. We're not even that intelligent or bright of a species. Uh, but if you tell us, hey, here are three things I want. Here are three things I never want. Maybe even write yeah. them down. Put them on the wall. But that excuse of... <laughs> Jerry never does that, and I wished he would notice how much I want it. Or use the English language and just tell him what you want. Yeah. We'll be happy yeah. to do it. I mean, if you both speak Korean, go with Korean. <laughs> exactly. You know, whatever, whatever. Have a friend a tell him, send him a text, an email, whatever it yeah. is, but tell us what you want. And then at least you can say, hey, I told you and you didn't do it. Yeah. And now, as far as how often should I take my spouse out on a date? Um, yeah. There's one theory that, you know, once is enough. Uh, that theory <laughs> comes from a guy who's divorced and been single most of his life. But I would say that sometimes weekly is too much because of the, the just kind of stresses of life and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And I get that pushback a lot. I would say weekly is a very good amount. You should do it. But if it's too much financially or physically or whatever it is, every other week would be fine. Yeah. But you don't need to go on a four or five hour date as much as you need at least an hour, minimum an hour. It'd be great if it was a weekend or a whole day or whatever, but start with an hour. Yeah. You know, that that extended time together is what matters the most. So if you can carve out an hour and put it on your schedule, put it on your calendar. You know, I've got a doctor's appointment on Tuesday at 11 o'clock. Make this something you wouldn't miss Mm -hmm. and then schedule it and put it on both your calendars and then tell people and somebody says hey jerry can you come over at you know six o'clock on wednesday it's like nope sorry i got a date with my wife i can do thursday i'll see on saturday but can't do wednesday at six yeah and and set it in stone yeah and you know i mentioned in last week's episode episode 231 i think um that you know i moved up to dallas i'm home every two weeks now and you know Initially, that was a drag. Like we were just coming home and just doing the regular routine, and it was putting some strain on us. Yep. But then I realized, you know, if I treat it like I'm going home on vacation every two weeks, let me make the most out of this two or three day window. Good perspective. Um, so now what I've been doing is I'm planning some kind of outing with Liv, and sometimes we had to cancel the outing. That didn't stop the planning. All of a sudden, it's like, right. well, since we we're at home all weekend. What can we do at home where it's just the two of us? And, you know, her big thing is she loves quality time. So, you know, Sunday, instead of me getting up and being my usual self, I just kind of chill out in the room until she kind of stirs and wakes up. And then we hang out for an hour just in the room, chit-chatting. And to her, that's... Are we going to get yeah. an explicit rating for this no, story? No, okay. no, no. I, I was going to stop right there. Yeah. Ooh, you landed yeah. that plane just in time. Yeah. So, I mean, there's another reason why we want the kids to move out so soon. It's just, yeah. Anyway, so. Uh. Well, you also pointed out that it's perspective. You know, you, you're yeah. planning something. Mm-hmm. Guys, you will get credit for that. Oh, yeah. You know, even if you plan a trip to Italy for like six months and it's completely impossible for it to ever happen, you'll get credit for planning that Mm -hmm. trip because you put effort into it. And all the women listening right now are going, yeah, my husband or boyfriend or whatever would never do that. If Tell him, hey, you know what would be really cool is if you planned the next date or the next outing or whatever, like this trip to Disney. And of course, there's not too many people that know you that don't know both of y'all are just absolutely nuts about this. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But... 
uh, the fact that you did it is major points because yeah. you kind of set it up. It's like, well, here's when we're leaving and here's when we're coming back. And moms all know this and wives know this too. I guess if you're not a mom, you're just a wife. Not that just a wife's a bad thing, but chances are you make a thousand decisions a yeah. day. And it's like for him to make one <laughs> is huge. We yeah. get big points for that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you're not making every dinner plan and everything. You've kind of mapped out some stuff. But make it flexible. So it doesn't have to be at 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock we're doing all this kind of stuff. Just I've, I've got us there and I've got us back. Yeah. Now, what do you want to do while we're there? And here's the crazy thing. Uh, to pull that off, just to give you some background, how much planning went into this, uh, at least from Liv's perspective, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't listen anyway, I reached so out to her okay. two weeks ago. <laughs> what she doesn't know is that I've wanted to take us back to Disney World, just the two of us. For a very long time, so I've been keeping an eye on you know from time to time. You know, what are the flight uh, fares right now? What are the the ticket prices? Is it even open right now because of coronavirus? Uh, what are the safety measures in place? And so then I looked at my work schedule and I was like, wait, I have nothing big going on the week of Labor Day. And I asked Liv out as if we weren't even married. I was like, hey, Liv, go with me on this. Let me let me propose something go. to you. <laughs> I have a week where I have nothing scheduled that's major and I can delegate everything else that's little. It's this week, Labor Day. And she's like, what do you have in mind? So I, I left it there. So I was like, I just threw it out there. I got this week empty. She's like, okay, what are you thinking? I said, I'm thinking Disney World, Boom. just you and I <laughs> for five days. She's, and 0.1 seconds later, she said, Great. How much will that cost? Like, how are we going to pay for that? And I said, we got the money set aside for it. This is what it's going to cost for the two of us to go. Like, it was like, I had already planned this. It was like, boom, this is what it's going to do to hit our bank. It's going to cost us this much to do it, just the two of us. And then she was like, well, can we bring Emma? I was like, well, I was asking you. And um, no. And and fortunately, because I was getting ready to text Emma, my daughter, and I was like, Emma, say no, don't go, don't go. I'm asking mom to go on a trip, just her and I. But Emma had already shot her down to begin with. I was like, yes, good job. Emma. You're my favorite daughter. Send. <laughs> now, if you don't know, I only have one daughter. So, <laughs> but she is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. That's okay. So, the thing that got Liv really stoked isn't the fact that we're going to Disney World, it's that I came out of nowhere and yep. asked her if the two of us can go on a trip for five days. And we have not done that probably ever because we started our marriage with kids. Yeah. So uh, taking off on our own without kids is a big feat for her. It's almost near impossible, mm-hmm. especially when they were a lot younger. But now that they're old enough, they can take care of themselves. I mean, one's an adult. The other one I need is, to text them both. Don't do yeah. anything big in the oh, next few days because yeah. I'll have to kill you. <laughs> Just don't burn the house down. Yeah. No tattoos. Yeah. Don't run off and get married. <laughs> uh, so... That's the thing she's fired up about. Not so much that we're going to Disney World, that it costs X number of dollars. That you know, it, it's Jerry took the time to plan a getaway, mm-hmm. and he he's being spontaneous, he's being adventurous, and she loves that. Absolutely. And what she doesn't know is that this has been up and down on my radar multiple times for the last number of years. And yeah. if you can't plan that trip, plan dinner. Yeah. You know, tonight we're eating this, and I'm gonna either prepare it, buy yeah. it, make it, whatever it is. You make one decision that she doesn't have to make, it is huge. Yeah. Quit asking where do you want to eat or what do you want for dinner? Just just make a decision. Yeah. You got six more days in the week. She can eat whatever she wants to. You call this one. I don't go to Twin Peaks or whatever the other places. <laughs> uh, Twin, is 
that a movie or that's a restaurant? I it, think it's both. Uh, yeah. Okay, and a TV series <laughs> and a TV series. But you know, within reason, pick something, make a decision. Women love it whenever we make a decision, even if she overrules you or changes it or whatever it is. Just the fact you've done that takes some of the stress off of her plate. And she's she's married to us, so she obviously has a lot of stress on her plate anyway. And she tends to make bad decisions in her life, you know. But so take one of them off the plate and just make that yourself. And like you said, talk to the kids and say, hey, you're going to cry when we leave. Don't, and I'll get you a toy. Or here's five bucks. Or you can have a cupcake. Whatever it is, and bribery is not necessarily bad when you're talking about kids. Just to get them to take a little stress off a of mom. Because one of the things we do is we go out on a date and the kids stand at the doorway and cry, mommy, mommy, don't leave me. And so the mom's stressed. So do something with the kids that make them not do that. Yeah. And, you know, bribe them with whatever, but take a little bit of stress off of her and it'll change your life. Nice. Uh, any final thoughts on uh, how to keep the connection thriving or a date idea that you want to throw out there? I think you may have said this, or we may have talked about it in the pre-show is communication. Just, just talk to each other to tell telepathy. Telepathy is not a thing. It's not a thing. Don't go to a psychic. It's not a moral or Christian thing. It's just stupid. Don't give your money to people like that. (laughs) But we don't know what we're doing. So talk to each other. Yeah. You know, and if your wife thinks you like a certain thing and you don't tell her, be honest with her. About everything, rather than, oh, we'll figure it out, or hopefully they'll get on board or whatever. Just be honest with each other. Talk. And sometimes those conversations are not great, but they're better than you just spending 10, 20 years not happy because you never communicated what you wanted. Yeah. And I'll just add to that. When you pitch or propose a date idea, do it as if you're asking her out on a date. Like, actually pretend you're wanting her to go out with you for the first time. Uh, I remember hearing Zig Ziglar say that before he passed away, that one of the secrets to his marriage lasting as long as it did is that he pursued his wife every day as if it was the first time he was ever pursuing her. Yep. Um, so he just took that zeal and tenacity, and uh, she loved him for it. So there and, you go. And put on some decent clothes. Yeah. Don't wear the T-shirt you got for free from church With that I'm wearing stain now, on it. And some shorts that you've had for 20 years and flip-flops. Put on a decent shirt. Yeah. You know, you don't have to wear a tuxedo, but do a little bit. Like you're saying, approach it like a date. You yeah. wouldn't have asked somebody out on a date and then show up in t-shirt and, you know, old shorts and stuff. <laughs> Put on some decent clothes. Comb your hair. Take a shower. Yeah. Shave if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. If you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 233. There you'll find links to other episodes where we talk about healthy marriage, as well as some resources to help you get some date ideas between you and your spouse. Now, the best way you can show your appreciation for our show is to pay us forward. Share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. And hopefully they say thank you for doing so. Now, we're glad you joined us this week, and we look forward to joining you again next week. But until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Show myself, 
I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.